birth, death, we are great. Respect each other equally. We are alive to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. A birth that we will eat. All the goals we will achieve. The golden rules we will obey. Which we follow every day. A birth, metal, we don't fight. Can't you see that that's right? Sportsmanship is what we need. To help each other to succeed. A birth, metal, we agree. To serve each other equally. We are alike to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. Welcome to the Birch Meadowway Podcast. In our episodes this school year, students will debate about the U.S. states and partnerships. Each segment will be a debate about two states. They will discuss which state is better to visit. Some topics include landmarks, waterways, attractions, and history. We did a lot of research, but we had to pick the highlights or the segments would be too long. All the states are discussed except Massachusetts. We skip Massachusetts because that's where we live. We know you will learn a lot about the United States by listening to these episodes. Thank Thank you you for for listening and we hope you enjoy it. Hi, my name is Bucky. My name is Lucy. We're going to have a debate about which state is better. We don't even need to debate. Mine is way better. Not so fast, little Arizona. Okay, by the way, Arizona is bigger than Missouri. You know that, right? You're just a little bit bigger than me. Anyways, let's start the debate. I thought we were just debating. I guess so. Okay, Arizona has so many fun places, including Centennial Beach. Centennial Beach is kid-friendly. It is a kid-friendly beach and does not lead to the ocean. It actually leads to a lake right next to the Colorado River. Those places had fun, but I have some places that are fun, too. Missouri has the Gateway Arch, a city museum, and the Adrenaline Zone. The Gateway Arch stands 360 feet high. It was finished in 1965, and I bet you didn't know the arch is as tall as it is wide. That sounds cool, but everyone knows Arizona even has the beautiful Grand Canyon. In case you want to know how big it is, it's bigger than Rhode Island and has cool hidden caves in it. Wow, I never thought Rhode Island was so small, or the Grand Canyon was so big. Missouri has two rivers, the Mississippi River and the Missouri River. The Mississippi River is 3,710 miles long, and it goes through multiple states. Those rivers sound like amazing places to go to. Have you heard about the Horseshoe Bend? The process of forming the bend began 200 million years ago, and the water is emerald green. That's so interesting. I have some cool attractions too, like the city museum. That sounds amazing, but almost every state has a museum. What's so special about this particular museum? Believe it or not, this museum has things like fake planes and buses hanging out of the side of it, and you can go inside them. Okay, I'll admit, that sounds fun. Arizona also has amazing attractions that will blow your mind. Okay, but let's see if it is good as mine. Okay, some amazing attractions are Jerome Ghost Town, the largest in the United States and the creepiest. Also, Windsor Beach, a popular beach with so many activities you can do. You can even jet ski. 
There is no ocean around Arizona. How is there a beach? The beaches may not have an ocean along all, all of the beaches, but there are lakes and the beaches are still worth a fun visit. Everyone loves a beach. I didn't think a beach could be in a landlocked state. I don't think you beat the Gateway Arch, though. It's the best monument. It may be the best monument, but I've heard some comments saying they charge you a fortune and you have to wait in a very long line. There's a long line because everyone loves it, and the fortune is worth the visit. But the Adrenaline Zone is also a good place to visit on a rainy day in Missouri. It's a closed-in theme park that will pump you up. Cool. Thanks. Let's hear your attractions. Another great place to go to is Beaver Falls. Once you're there, it's breathtaking. Hiking Beaver Falls should be on the top of your list. When you say that, I think about beavers jumping down a waterfall. I know, right? Anyways, let's get back on topic. Next, we can do history. You can start. Okay. In 1930, a big event happened. Someone in Arizona called Clyde Tombo discovered Pluto. But, as you know, Pluto is no longer a planet. It's actually called a dwarf planet. That's a very important history, not only for the state of Arizona, but for the world. One important historical event that happened is when Missouri became a part of the U.S. on June 4, 1821. I also know the exact date when Arizona became a state. It was February 14, 1912. Your state was the, one of the last states to become a state. It was the 48th state, miles the 24th. It may be the last state to become one, but I think of it as the last is the best and the newest. My state is in the middle of the order of states that join the U.S. Yes, it is. I think we've talked enough about when states became states. Let's talk about our Native American history. Okay. My state's tribes were the Cherokee, Chicksaw, Quapah, and many more. A nation in my state called the Navajo were forced to march all the way from Arizona to New Mexico, and around 200 Navajo didn't survive. But some good news is four years later they got their land back. That's good that they got their land back. In 1830, though, the Chicksaw were forced to travel the Trail of Tears and most of the group didn't survive. It sounds like both of our states mistreated Native Americans. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, we've talked about landforms, waterways, attractions, and history. Now let's talk about the best times to visit our states. Okay. You should go to Arizona from November to April. If you like to ski, go in January. Sports are best for March. October through May is the best time to visit the Grand Canyon because it's not too hot. The best time to visit Missouri is in the summer and fall. You can still come during the winter and spring, but there are more activities during the fall and summer. Water skiing is popular in Missouri, especially on the Mississippi River. I hope that you enjoyed this debate, and now you know the best times to visit Arizona and Missouri with all their fun places. After all, both states are amazing fun and good places to go to. We hope, we hope you, you enjoyed this episode. Bye! Hi, I'm Margaret, and I think West Virginia is the best state to visit. And I'm Eliza, and I know New York is the best place to visit. We are having a debate about which state is better to visit, West Virginia or New York, as you can hear. It's pretty obvious which one will win. Yep, it's totally going to be West Virginia. Prove it. Okay, let's start with when people should visit. You first. The best time to visit New York is from April through early November. But in my opinion, I would like to visit in the new year when the ball drops. 
The best time to visit West Virginia is when it's the nicest. When it's summertime, it's the nicest because you can see all the beautiful plants and animals. That's so cool, but I heard that the allergy standards are the highest at this time. That's true, but I know something about New York that's worse than allergies. I think allergies are pretty bad. What's worse than them? Do you know how much bacteria is in New York? The city is stocked with it. People are getting sick left and right, so... Wow, I had no idea. That sounds like a real problem for everyone. Okay, let's move on to the beautiful and amazing landmarks and attractions. Sure, I'll go first. One of the most exciting attractions in West Virginia is Beckley's Coal Mine. What's that? Beckley's Coal Mine is what it sounds like. It's a big mine where people get cold, but you can also take a tour there. It's not for the claustrophobic. Then that does not sound like something that I would like to do. I have a lot more attractions in my state than just that. Does your state have any more attractions? Another attraction is the Greenbrier Hotel. It is a very, very big resort in White Sulphur Springs. It is a historic landmark and has been a welcoming guest since 1778. West Virginia has lots of great stuff in it, and if I were to mention it all, then we would be here all day. How about I list one more good attraction? Fine with me. Another interesting attraction is the Green Bank Observatory. Do you know what that is? It's a place where people learn all about space. That's so interesting. Some of my amazing attractions are the Egg House, the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island, Central Park, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, Mount Marcy, Broadway, and Niagara Falls. The place that I would pick to go is the Statue of Liberty. I've gone there before, and I was astonished at the huge statue. It is truly a very popular attraction that it has over 3 million visitors each year. Nice. I think you should tell me a bit about New York's history, though. How about I talk about September 11th, a.k.a. 9-11-2001. It was when terror struck New York. It was an attack on the Twin Towers, a bombing on the city, and over 100 people were killed during this dark time. I've heard about that event. It was very, very sad. It actually caused a big battle. Does your state have any more history? Well, I guess that I could tell you about when Ellis Island first opened. Ellis Island is an old immigration station from 1900. The first person to come through Ellis Island was a 15-year-old Irish girl named Annie Moore. What exactly is Ellis Island? Most people came through Ellis Island from other countries before they went to New York. It was closed on November 12, 1954. Now it is a museum. You can take a boat to the island to see it when you visit. That's cool. West Virginia does not have that much history, but I can tell you about the Native Americans' treaties and battles. Sounds interesting. But tell me, did the Europeans kick out the Native Americans when they came? First of all, they kicked the Shawnee out, but they made a strong relationship with the Cherokee. And second of all, I think that just about every state has mistreated natives. That's probably true. My state built a wall to keep the Native Americans and the British out. We are lucky that we are not alive then. Also, when the Seven Years' War, also known as the French and Indian War, was going on, some of the battles happened there, and it was the main trading spot. Does your state have any more interesting history? Well, an American female won the Summer Olympics. Her name is Mary Lou Retton, and she actually won the gold, silver, and bronze medals. 
Mary Lou Retton grew up in West Virginia. Also, a mine explosion in Mononga, West Virginia, December 6, 1907, killed 362 miners. Yikes, that's pretty brutal. What do you think we should talk about next? How about we talk about landforms and waterways? Sounds great. You can go first. The most major landforms of West Virginia are mountains. Believe it or not, they're important. Uh, How? Well, you know that lots of birds are endangered, right? Yeah, but how are mountains related to the welfare of birds? Mountains can provide safe homes for birds who live up high, safer for them and their babies. Wow, that is really cool. Can I tell you about the mountains in my state? Why not? One famous mountain in New York is Mount Marcy. There are also some of the Appalachian Mountains in New York. Really? Me too. That's so interesting. Our states are so different, but we still have a few things in common. Another landform is the Catskill Mountains. Tourists are often very fond of going there because it is very beautiful and an amazing place to hike. In West Virginia, you can find gorges. The, river in, the rivers in my state flowed through to make deep crevices which formed the gorges. A famous gorge is the New River Gorge. It is a 53-mile canyon carved out by the New River. Ithaca, New York has gorges too. Speaking of gorges, let's talk about waterways. Okay, you first. I have three very important waterways in my state. Number one, Niagara Falls. Number two, Lake Erie. And number three, Lake Ontario. My waterways, such as Niagara Falls, are very important because they are all very famous throughout the country. People from all over the world come to see the falls and New York's Great Lakes. Niagara Falls is actually three falls combined. Niagara Falls National Park is the oldest national park in the U.S. When you go to see Niagara Falls, I would go at night or just after dusk when the falls is all lighted up with colorful LED lights. Wow, that sounds breathtaking. One waterway in West Virginia is the Ohio River. It's a large body of water. West Virginia doesn't have any waterways. Well, that basically concludes our debate on which state is better to visit. I think both states are great. Me too. I think this is a a tie. tie. Thank you for listening to our debate. See you later, listeners. Hi, my name is Neil. And my name is Bob. And we are having a debate on if Kentucky or South Dakota is better to visit. My state is Kentucky. And mine is South Dakota. I think South Dakota is an awesome state to visit. I think Kentucky is a great state to visit. How about we start now? The best times to visit Kentucky are April to June and August to September. You can go to the Louisville Zoo and you can go to the Kentucky Horse Park and you can also visit Abraham Lincoln's birthplace. The best times to visit South Dakota are spring, summer, and fall because this is when hiking, biking, fishing, and boating are at their best. It also is a lot warmer, even in the fall. Let's start the next topic, which is going to be places to visit. Kentucky has Abraham Lincoln's birth house, which is really important because he was one of the presidents. That is very impressive, but we have Mount Rushmore with the faces of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, and Theodore Roosevelt. It symbolizes the idols of freedom and democracy. Wow, that's really cool. However, in Kentucky, we also have Dinosaur World, 
where you can dig to find dinosaur bones, play in the playground, and mine for gemstones. That is awesome, though we have the dinosaur place too in South Dakota. Some of them are called Dinosaur Park, though one of them is based on Jurassic Park. The hot springs in South Dakota are the best place to find mammoth bones. They are even out in the open, you know. Also, in the hot springs, they can sometimes be used as a hot tub. Nice, but we have the mammoth cave in Kentucky. In the hot springs, the bones are everywhere. That would be lucky to see the mammoth bones, but Mammoth Cave is a long underground tunnel, which is super cool. We also have the Sugarloaf Mountains. They have the installation of the tramway, which is really cool and made this attraction very popular to, in the whole world. Well, in South Dakota, we also have Sugarloaf Mountains and Sugarloaf Hills. They have peaks, valleys, and even a park. Well, Kentucky has Stuffly Knob, which is a 1,496-foot-tall mountain. Nice try, Kentucky. But Black Hills Peak is 7,242 feet high, and it's also the highest elevation between the Rocky Mountains and the Pyrenees Mountains in France. Very cool and nice, but Kentucky has the annual Kentucky Derby, which I can tell you don't have. It's a big horse race that a lot of people come to see every year. Also, you can travel to Fort Knox, which holds bars of gold up to the ceiling. There are 147.3 million ounces of gold there. South Dakota also has a ton of gold, you know. Only a little more than 50,000 ounces, though. Oh, it's cool that you have gold, too. How about we compare history and Native Americans in our states? Okay, there is a lot of history in Kentucky. One not-so-great thing in Kentucky's history is Daniel Boone driving out the Native Americans in 1767. Daniel Boone and other people fought against the Native Americans to take their land. Some Kentucky tribes were Shawnee, Cherokee, Chickasaw, and Osage. We have many tribes too. We have Sioux, Arika, Cheyenne, Navajo, Algonquin, Iroquois, Shawnee, Cherokee, Creek, Maya, Seminole, Blackfoot, Aztec, Hopi, Nespers, Comanche, Crow, Ojibwe, Mohawk, Wampanoag, Choctaw, Pawnee, Inuit, and Creek tribes. In, t in total, 25 tribes. That's a lot. Did your state kick all of them out? No, they treated them poorly, but not kicked out. The tribes in Kentucky were eliminated, sadly. European settlers fought with them to drive them out. That's sad. Yes, you are right. South Dakota treated the Native Americans bad, too. South Dakota and Kentucky were part of the Louisiana Purchase, and it negatively affected the Native Americans and even traded them away. The Louisiana Purchase was a lot of money, which is money being wasted just to get more land for some of the states. Also, during the Civil War, Kentucky was a divided state because some of Kentucky voted for the North and some voted for the South, which is bad for the state because they can't agree what to do when the whole state, uh, when the whole state is not together. However, families also broke up during the Civil War because some voted for the North and some voted for the South. Lewis and Clark traveled through South Dakota as part of the Louisiana Purchase. 
Lewis and Clark's expedition is so cool, and it is an important part of history. But the good thing is that the Native Americans still survived. Yep. We hope you learned something from our debate between Kentucky and South Dakota. Thank you for listening. We know you like learning about the states. We hope you will share this podcast with other people so they can learn about the states too. Remember, there are more episodes to listen to. Thank you for listening to the Birch Meadow Way podcast.